BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and on yeah. the podcast this week, we've got. We'll go this way. Stu Hall. Yeah, hello. Alex Moore. Hello. Ben Husband. Evening. And Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. Away, the lads, everybody. We actually beat Newcastle away. No one saw it coming. We won. <laughs> <laughs> we actually won. Uh, we're going to talk about that game, you know, the other game that we lost against Newcastle. We'll, kind of, you know, we'll kind of briefly touch on that as well. And we'll talk about Brentford at the weekend as well. Uh, but firstly, as Rich mentioned on the podcast this last week, we are going up for the Best Football Podcast Award, the Football Blogging Awards this year. We won it two years ago on the Judges Awards. So if you like what we do every week, we enjoy the podcast and all the stuff and the crazy gifts we do on Twitter, then please take a minute out of your time to vote for us. There's three ways you can vote for us, which all count separately. Firstly, on Twitter, if you go to our Twitter page, at WWFC Fancast, and on the top of our page, we've pinned a tweet that tells you what to tweet out because there's all different apps and hashtags on there. Uh, you can vote online. Just go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk. Click on Vote Now and type in Wolves Fancast under the Best Football Podcast category. And also the award we won two years ago, the Judges Award. Uh, you can nominate us for that award as well. Again, go on Football Blogging Awards. Go on the Nominate Judges page and fill out the form there. It may ask you to put in a couple of website URLs we would suggest just putting in a couple of best episodes of the fancast you've enjoyed. Card details as well. And card details, yeah. <laughs> as well. Made and, yeah. Usual. and submit them there. So uh, the nominations close on Saturday. This is the first stage this is to actually get nominated for the podcast. So again, if you listen to this now, while you're listening, just open up a browser on your phone. It takes literally a minute and we would all appreciate it, wouldn't we, gentlemen? Yes, we would. Yeah. If it swings anyone's vote, the last time we won it, I drove and couldn't drink. So if we yeah. can go again, yeah. that will change. Just vote so Ben can actually have a drink this time. That's the one. And you said all that without having a breath. Yeah. That was fantastic. It's Three not like I rehearsed that at all. <laughs> Three, Three weeks, weeks out. He, he's just in a seat, hasn't he? Hasn't done it in a while, just all, steps into a mode. All my bedroom wall, I've got notes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. But yeah, so if you if you enjoy what we do here, we we do a free podcast every single week. We take out you know time to do it just because we all love what we love our club and what we do. So say if you enjoy what we do, then uh, please drop up one of those little votes. Those little votes. You might even favourite it. 
Yeah. One of those sweet, sweet favourites. <laughs> uh, right, if um, you might have seen on the internet today, some lucky, lovely internet people have released the Wolf stats for FIFA 17. Uh, so, gentlemen, as, as far as I'm aware, no one else has seen these yeah. stats. People it's have a, got an idea what the stats are, so... Um, it's exclusive. It's, well, it's not really exclusive. <laughs> it's for us. Yeah, in audio <laughs> form. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, firstly, who do you think is the highest rated player this version? This version or game? Yeah. This game? Yeah. Um, and what is that overall stat number for us? Is that Wolves? Cavalero 76. Cavalero 76. Stu, what are you going to go for? I was going to say Sace. Sace? 77. Same, same as Sace. Ben? I would go Cavalero 78. Cavalero 78. I'm going to go Sace 78. 78. I know. I know we've seen this on Twitter, but every time I hear Cavalero... It could be Gladden. It could be be a big ruse. (laughs) It could be Lonergan. (laughs) Every time I hear Cavalero now, I literally think of that Simpsons. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. Uh, The winner of that one is Sace. Sace? I can never Is pronounce it names. I thought it was Sace. We, we got an angry email about this a couple of weeks ago. Just fill yes. it all. Right, we did get, we'll read out this email. So we'll say uh, we're 77. Is the top overall one. Second place is, uh, I should know this, Cavalero. We're 75. 75. There we go. There we go. Right, so we'll break it down. But before we break it down, the email... Which, again, from a person, Simon, I apologise, I can't pronounce your full name. This <laughs> even worse. That's why I didn't do it. That of actually contradicts the whole point of the email. Is, is the Nivervel? I'd just run over it. Not him. Simon, not him. Who's the Nivervel, Simon? Simon, can you send some of the email to phonetically break down his surname? He's broke down everything else, just... Is our name. So this was regarding a podcast a couple of weeks ago saying, Hi guys, I'm listening to your Gladden All Over podcast and my ears are bleeding. I know it's not important and won't be mentioned often, but Sass's ex-club Angus is pronounced Angus, but like Anjay, or close so to... An- Angus. Angus. Yeah. And his name is pronounced, or Sass is pronounced his. So he's... Cease. Cease. Okay. So that's so me failing once again at yeah. pronouncing stuff. Sorry, there when you. I said Sace, yeah, that was close. I'll say what I like. Sace and it's, it's just going to be called Sace anyway because yeah. no one's going to pay any attention to it whatsoever. <laughs> Roman, just, do you reckon we got his vote? <laughs> we have now. <laughs> you got yourself a mention on him. Right. So, um, who is the highest-rated striker on this? Bear in mind that for some reason on this website it's categorised Jack Price as a striker. Well, well last, last night he was playing attacking midfield. So. He did that um, against Barnsley as well yeah, for like five minutes. minutes yeah. Last night that was his, he was he did all right as well. Mm. I would say Dicko. Dicko. Right. He was about seventy-two last year. So, okay. so seventy-two on Dicko. I should make a mark this, but I'm not going. What's to. Mason categorised as though? Uh, Mason is categorised as a striker. Hmm. Not mm. a good one. I'm going to go Bod Varson. Hey, Bod Varson. Yeah, number one, seventy-five. I'd go Bod Varson, 73. 73. Alex? Say Dicko, 72. Yeah, oh yeah, well, you... Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say Mason to be left field. Left field. It is Dicko, 71. Ooh. Ooh. Getting closer. Ooh. Yeah, Jack Price is 69 on this. Mm-hmm. It's not Lots. bad. Uh, Bod Varson, well. <laughs> 69, equaled Edwards on 69. And Gladden on 69. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Tex Shearer on 69. Uh, Mason's 68. Uh, so, therefore, midfielders. 
Um, obviously, Cavalero is the highest ranked one. So, who after Cavalero would be the highest ranked midfielder? Costa, Prince. Costa, Prince. Yeah, I'd say Prince as Prince, well. Prince, Ben. Uh, Costa. Costa. It's my personal favourite. Hola, John. Hola, <laughs> John. Hola, John. I got a message from one of my mates last night during the Newcastle game saying that every time he sees Ola John now, all he can think of is the Ola John, <laughs> and it's ruined Ola John for him. So Ola John's got 74. Wow. Uh, Costa's 70, and Prince is 71. Okay. Uh, defenders, then. Who's the highest-ranked defender on FIFA 17? Uh, I offer. I offer. What are we going to for, number-wise? 70. 70. Alex? Yeah, 70. 70 for I offer again? Yeah. Depends on if the category is a right back or not. Uh, it, yes, the category is a right back. I'm gonna fifty. If, if I offer categorised as a right back, um, I would say Danny Barr at seventy one. Ooh, sneaking in there. I'm gonna go so. left field and go Doherty at sixty nine. Sixty nine. Okay. Well, it's the man who perhaps has got the best hair. What I was about to say there was Silvio, but for some reason the laptop stopped recording, so everyone's missed the whole thing about the goalkeepers. It was brilliant. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah. Gold. Award-winning <laughs> podcast material, you might say. And my pro ego talk. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah. so no. getting in there. Yeah. No, get in there. It's FIFA. That's why the laptop stopped recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Silvio was the best high defender, and just for the benefit of the doubt, you'll be surprised here, Lonergan is the best goalkeeper. That's why it stopped working. Yeah, because it was so... <gasps> that Lonergan worked, but uh, hopefully we won't have that problem. Again, the other bit of news I want to do, um, to gentlemen, is former Loney news. I don't know if it's been officially confirmed yet, but Jeremy Healan from Sheffield Wednesday apparently to quit football to concentrate on faith. Not a girl called Faith. No, he's religion. <laughs> yeah, he's religion. But I actually want to be a bit serious now. I think that's quite a bold thing to do to give up a lucrative career and have the balls to say I'm going to concentrate on this sort of thing. Where he could easily just live off. I mean, there the are other the examples of, of it because I mean, there was um, the old match for day two pundit Gavin Peacock, who then ended up moving to Canada to become a monk, and there was Peter Knowles as well um, in the fifties who played for Wolves, who was on the verge of an England call-up and then um, became a Jehovah's Witness, quit but, playing Wolves. Um, as he, I guess he explained this to my mate at Sergi yesterday, and um, that. It was, there was a clip of it, George Best saying who he wanted to, who he looked up to, and wanted to be like, and it was Peter Knowles. Yeah. Yeah. Do that kind of thing and say, well, now this is what this is my belief now. Uh, football's not for me. So. It must be the only person that didn't lose faith under Kenny Jack last <laughs> year. <laughs> yes, <laughs> someone got it in there. <laughs> so yeah, that's Paul Maloney news. <laughs> okay, we do Newcastle then. So I keep looking there because it froze again, but it's it's recording. <clears throat> so on Saturday it was the result that no one really expected probably not even Newcastle fans expected it Wolves went to St James's Park got all three points in a 2-0 away victory an own goal and a Costa goal gave Wolves the win in what was an all-round good Wolves performance both Alex and Stu little mini round of applause everyone because both Alex and Stu oh, no they went to thank you <laughs> Not only Alex, she went government on Saturday, but also went on Tuesday <laughs> night, which we'll talk briefly about as well. Uh, we've all seen the highlights of the ones who weren't dedicated enough to go. Um, but gentlemen, was it was it that Wolves were so good, or were Newcastle really bad? 
what what how in summary what was it like? They weren't bad at all. They 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 played really well. They were John Joe Shelby for a, for a period of the game was bossing that mm. bossing that midfield until Stace got into his stride and you could, he was just a class above then. Once he got control of the midfield and put his stamp on the game, there was no getting through him. And it was like, well, that's what Jack Price did for us in League One properly. And some, most of the time in the Championship when he's played that role as well. But Stace is just he's something else. And considering he's not played football since May, mm. it looked like he's, he's had a pre-season and he's already played about five or six games already. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. That was the difference between Saturday and Tuesday night's disgrace against Barnsley. That he was there and Walter Jackson played well again. Um, and Bod Varson, he just, he just don't stop. And he... He was pulling. He was pulling the defenders away, and I think they underestimated us a little bit. And to be fair to the Newcastle fans, they were excellent about it. They knew, not one of them did they. That not one of them was saying, really. "Yeah, we're going to bat you" and all this kind of thing. Mm. They were all really gracious and saying, "Yeah, good game and good game." And um, it was just one of them things. It was just everything came together in one perfect performance, and that never that never happens to us. Alex, general just, thoughts first. It just seemed to get. Formation right and the players in the right position as well. And I think ringing Borthwick Jackson, Jackson Johnson back into the team as well. I think you, you can't really drop him now because he's just our best left back and we've only got one everything out left back as well, so that just shows. But um, yeah, we just got everything right. The midfield never, I mean, even Dave Edwards played a good good game as well, and he's been quite open about not being good enough this season. And he was fantastic, like he run down the midfield quite well and kept um, Shelby out most of the game as well. I think that's what. With Dave Edwards doing that as well, he had license to do that because Sace was just sitting. He was sitting and holding. So you had Edwards playing his actual his actual game rather than being tethered back. Yeah. I think that that was one of the big things about it. I mean, even Mason last last night. Yeah. We'll come back into that. Last night you looked at Mason and he was a complete shadow of the player that he has been playing with Bod Varson. It's all about them links between each other, mm. and with Edwards having Sace behind him he could actually play well I mean when he's been playing next to Cody and <laughs> George Savile <laughs> that was interesting was that? No, was that I tried to censor myself so I was going to have a go well, again when he's been playing he's sitting next to you <laughs> when he's been playing next to a little he... machine here just hovering <laughs> my finger over he ain't been able to play his natural game and Saturday was the first on this season that he has Yeah. and you are he, he, yeah. he if it weren't for Sace playing that well, he probably would have been man of the match. It was a dream debut for Sace. And obviously his FIFA stats, which we talked about earlier, don't lie, it seems. But is it the case of don't get carried away with this guy because it is just one game? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember when we played Barnsley at home and Dumbia made his home debut. And he was he was great in that game. And I thought, everyone, we've got, the, we've got the IR tour of the championship. And he went downhill <laughs> from there. Not to say that will happen to Sace, but we can't... Get I think that's, that's similar with um, Tashira as well. The yeah, first two games, Tashira was unbelievable. You think, well, what have we got here? And then since then, he's just seemed to decline a little bit. And then you don't really see, I mean, Saturday and last night as well, you don't really see what, what he offers. He seems very weak on the ball. He seems a little bit unfit as well. So I don't know if he's, but he's pretty much played in every single game. I think yeah. seen he hasn't lasted a full 90 though, has he, in any yeah. of the games? He drops off after about 55 minutes. So I think he's pretty much played every single game. So maybe fatigued fitting in them but he doesn't really offer anything last night or Saturday either so it's yeah, it's like that I'm, I mean I said it now after, after the, the Rotherham game 
that he's technically the best player we've had since Robbie Keane. And at that moment, he was. He was absolutely superb in that first game and then the week after as well. And yeah, he, he looks he looks knackered. Mm. And maybe that he is because he, he has played pretty much every game and he's, we've had no choice but to play him. He's been sort of played everywhere, hasn't he? I mean, the yeah. first game he was played in centre. Then he's been shifted to the wings for a few games. And he's quite clearly not a winger. And now he's back into the middle again, so I think... It's hard to tell what his proper position is because when he came in against... Rotherham and he played sort of attacking mid as you said he looks great on the ball then he gets shifted out wide and he did a hard, he did an okay job for me out, out wide and I don't think fit, he's a winger though but he's he? not a no. winger he's like, uh, he's and like then they a part of the front three eh? he's yeah. more than anything else but then he was deployed a bit deeper as almost a deep line playmaker sort of and that's not no. his role either they he's can't, not physical enough you know I think it would be one of those where I think Newcastle was a great example where we had actually quite a defensive midfield and you're playing Dave Edwards away from home and that's that's where you want Dave Edwards. You want him being, you know, as part of the team as an underdog and you want him chasing lost causes. But at home, you probably need someone with a bit more guile like Texera in there just to kind of advance and play a bit more forward. It, it, it reminded me, and I need to go back a bit, it reminded me of Steve Corriker a lot on Saturday. Just the way that he's kind of... He's obviously got a lot of skill and talent, but he's just like, there's nothing to him. You could blow him and he'll fall over. And when he came, he looked, that was the difference, that he looked like the one who wasn't going to take any shit like that. He was just going to stand up and he was mm. going to get bullied around. And it's just like, it, when everyone else like Costa, who was superb, has kind of bulked up a bit and got used to things. He's gone the other way. But maybe it's, that's what he was doing when he wasn't playing those opening weeks, because Costa was... Bedded in a lot more, like yeah, a lot maybe. slower than Teixeira. He was thrown straight in. Maybe Teixeira just needs a couple of weeks in the gym, a couple of weeks not playing, not playing football, and we'll see him again. Get those shakes in. Get those. Get them gains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goals. Let's go over the goals. Own goal. Firstly, we're, we're going to take that, aren't we? <laughs> Obviously, going to take an own goal. You know, they announced it as own goal. They announced it as Dominic Iorfa. Anything well? Yeah, let's not go down that tangent. <laughs> 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 the nearest player to even remotely close. To <laughs> so this is Silvani Bank like an old FIFA kind of. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he came up on because we were all looking around and I said to my uncle, "Well, that's an no goal." Yeah. And he went, well, "Are you sure?" I said, "Well, it's it, come it, off, it's, it's, it's like it's come off his shoulder or he's. Mm. Cr- I don't know what he was trying to do with it." Well, they've got a big screen as well now. If, if you've been to Newcastle mm. in the top tier, they've got a big screen on the left hand side. And he even come up on there as oh, yeah. Dominic Iorfa. And in, in the second like, half, he, he he come up as OG. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just don't say anything. Yeah. You know, just it will, it say will, nothing, and it's no fine. One, no one else says things like that when when it's clearly an own goal. Yeah. You don't really get. I mean, it, it was yeah. yeah, it was clear no, clearly an own goal. It wasn't like it just kind of clipped off his heel and went in. He headed it down. Well, into I, the I, I also put on a Newcastle shirt. No one's going to guess this, are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, and then Costa, the second goal, really nice goal. Lovely goal. Yeah. Lovely goal. Lovely He's goal. been threatening to do that most games, and as soon as he gets into that position, we've been screaming for years. Or, well, to be fair, people. since Sacco left, to as soon as you get a bit of space and you're outside the box, trust your ability and have a go. Yeah. And he's got tons of it. I might be going over the top of it here, but aside from when we beat Tottenham at White Hart Lane, I'm struggling to think of like a more impressive victory away from home that we've had like a complete yeah away. a complete yeah. away victory because even that was backs to the wall I can't remember the last time we went to a decent side yeah. Yeah. yeah well yeah, yeah. Was that, that, was that, 
Yeah. 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 Well, let us know. Pretty much battered us on the usual social media channels. The last complete away performance because that yeah because Spurs after Spurs and Liverpool I can't think not, of not really including League One because yeah. it was the best yeah, side then, in the division by long, by quite a long and way. And the Championship yeah. two yeah. 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 those big many, teams where you go I wasn't uh, expecting this. The Villa away as well we won one nil. Jarvis yeah scored. yeah. Mm-hmm. Villa weren't that bad of a team then as well. <laughs> was it Julio? Yeah yeah. So they weren't as terrible as they are now. But it it didn't take two brilliant saves from Hakimi as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's been brushed over a bit. Where the first one, especially, where he he didn't seem that good, so, that impressive on the highlights, but he changed position. He, he changed yeah. direction. Was and that it, the one against Perez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. Um, he's like cat like, yeah. and he, he kind of he was yeah, diving the one way, and he just he just stuck an arm out, and it it was because we was right above it. It was brilliant, yeah. and then the one with his feet at the other end. Mm. I really hope Akeem made the cat noise, please. <laughs> I really hope he made the cat noise. Is there what all goalkeepers yeah. do when they make a sound? Yeah. I know we've just mentioned it before, Bob Arson, good game, just, just looking up to score. Yeah. It just causes all sorts of problems, and I think he'll do that to every team in this league as well. Maybe he won't, he won't get the goals that we do need, but he'll literally say, cause is, all defence. Is there anyone else can't I, I I love watching him play, and he gives you everything you want. But you just, uh, Are you scared? He, is anyone else scared he's not going to get? as many goals as his effort almost deserves because he's got the ability to score them it's just it might just be that you know he had a a number of chances on Saturday which I think maybe he could have scored but Mm. I agree with what you say I mean I can't see him getting more than 10 goals this season but if you've got three attacking players either behind him or two players alongside him it's not like it doesn't mean it's not like we've got five defensive midfielders and then him up top Mm. on his own yeah. Like goals will come from his running because mm. he'll just run defenders ragged, and that's where you hope people like Cav- Cavalero will come in. If he's yeah. the price tag that he, he yeah. bought him for, you, you, we've got to expect something in the next few weeks from him, and that's where the the goals start coming from. I mean, the thing with Bob Varson, I think he, he's going to need one soon because he is he's a striker. A couple of games, and he's going to he can't go like four or five without scoring. Even if he gets goes four or five without scoring, and then he just end up with about 10, 10 15 goals at the end of the season. Like you said, as long as, he's, as long as the team chips in, which is what that formation seems to allow, yeah. then I don't think it's a big problem at all. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good chat. Good chat, Good guys. Chat. Good chat. Uh, don't know what else to about Newcastle now, apart from the fact we would. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's enjoyable. It's oh, enjoyable. The, um, the fact that when we came out of the ground, we came out down the stairs, three or four of them came up shaking our hands saying, well... Oh, right, okay. Best team we've seen here, best fans we've had here for years, even in the Premier League. We never had fans like this turned up in the masses and sang from start to finish. Um, and you don't expect that. Not going to, going to one of the favourites for the league, getting dicked at home, mm-hmm. then come out and be graceful and say, yeah. okay, fair, just hands up, fair play, you're the better team. It's brilliant. I want to ask about Walter Zegner as well, because it's been a few games now, he's had some wins, he's had some defeats. He came out with the. He, he's good at quotes, isn't he, Walter Zegner? He came out with a quote on. <laughs> Saturday, on the uh, the post match interview, talking, he said, um, "I removed my initials from his shirt because I wanted everyone to understand that we are part of this club." I've got a theory with Zenga that after the Barnsley result where we lost and obviously everybody was kicking off, because of his checkered managerial past and, and we were a bit mixed about it when he came in, it's only going to take two or three defeats for everyone to completely turn on him. Completely. Well, I think, yeah. I think everybody. Uh, quite a few did turn him on against Barnsley. Yeah. There were a fair few people questioning him, and then I saw the, the Steve Bruce thing through through yeah. the, the basket as well. I, so. I, I just think that it's because of what people are a bit or what what his manager or passers like. 
people aren't necessarily going to give him the support, you know, in, in a bad time. Unless that's just social media. I, yeah, I think he but, needs more results like Saturday mm. to give him a bit of, a bit more breathing room because if Wolves go and win five or six games and then go away to Villa and beat them three 0 and people can see that we're building something, then I think he'll people start to warm to him. But there's mm. still that scepticism at the minute. But I think it's, it is more of a social media thing than anything yeah. else because I mean we've had seen it all week the last two games up there. And all away games all season, his name has been chanted from start to finish mm-hmm. at every single game. Even after Barnsley, you think, oh, it's going to be a bit. Mm, mm-hmm. no one's, but it was from the start, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. From the start, Zenga, Zenga, all that. It was from the very start. And I mean, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago that he's got my complete 100% faith mm-hmm. until. You've got to give him until Christmas at the very earliest. Because it, yeah. it worries me that it almost feels like he's constantly on borrowed time. As soon as you lose the game, right, that Zenger out, look at what he's, he's managed your passes. And it shouldn't be the case. You're going to yeah. go through a bad patch. You're going to lose games. I, I respect what you say there, Stu, but in all fairness, I don't think away fans' support is particularly ever going to wane too much. It's more it's more the home fans where if that turns poisonous, that infects everything at the club. Because it took a long time for Jacket to lose the away support as well. Um, that didn't happen. I felt like the home crowd lost he lost the home crowd before he lost the away fans and that's sort of the final straw yeah I know, I know what you're saying but it was never even for Kenny Jacket in League One there was never anything like this mm. um, and away from home you're going to get singing all the way through that's just how things are but at home and I think everyone was just pissed off after Barnsley I think there was the only people I, I spoke to two, two people all week who said he might not be as great as we think but I didn't speak to not one person in in person yeah, yeah. who said, "Oh no, no!" It was all over. It was all over Twitter and Molly mixing and everywhere else. It was all oh, Zenga, Zenga, the usual. It all seems to be. It's all kind of magnified now. That yeah, from I mean, ten from ten you're going to back ten years ago when none of this happened. When it was mm-hmm. the two blokes on WM who ring yeah, in, yeah. whereas now it's two thousand people on Twitter. Yeah. So. yeah, and then you had a load of ball, and that was it. Now you've got instant. Reactions from everyone, lunatics who've only probably been to a game for ten years. But that's what—that's part of me. That's what think why Jacket fell down so much is because people turned on him so much on social media. Not to say that perhaps he, he should be here now, but I feel like the the poisonous atmosphere was spurred on by social media. It does. Oh yeah, and from Ben as well. No, I won't. But I think there's a, yeah. I, I think there's a danger there sometimes. With, I know I don't know. We're going too much into normalcy that. It could create in the scenarios don't, that don't, don't need to exist. We don't want to fall into the categories of like Leeds or QPR as well, as in a bad few runs, and then you've yeah. we've got the foreign manager side as well. If we lose three, four, five games, and they just think, why aren't we top of the league? Sack him, and yeah. then we'll just get somebody else, and then somebody else in. You know, we've got two, three years time. We've had like eight managers, and you don't want to fall into that sort of thing. So I think we do need to give them until Christmas, and then if we if we're not in the playoffs, we're going for the. I mean, nobody expected us to get promoted this season anyway. So I think if we can push for the playoffs and we're about top ten mm. by Christmas, then let him carry on. But if we're down the dumps, then yeah, I think it's only, it's going to take if we if we like nineteenth, twentieth, or something mm. like that. Then if if that is the case when Christmas, then you've got to think. Well, yeah, you've got to start thinking about this because we can't be down there. Yeah, not that, with what we spent. That was similar to Sol back as well when he got sacked. I know it's embarrassing against Luton. We were still we were like 12, 13. Yeah, so we, we, were, we said this before. I mean, the, we we were, got he, relegated. Yeah. He was not booed that, that game. No. The players were booed. He was applauded off the pitch. Mm. And 
because you can't sack 20 players, no. he fell on his sword. But was, this whole thing is feeling a bit soul back and light again. Not for me. Yeah. I still don't. I with, no, we're not just not with. I don't know with the amount of players we brought in. How it all seems very different. We've got. Would you say we've got probably a different style of football again? There's a blend of a couple of different cultures within that squad, and it's quite clear for a lot of people to see from the outside. Um, it. I don't know. It's just whether the players who look like they're more Mendes signings or have got an influence from him how they settle and how that works as opposed to the squad that's already there because the old players are still the majority. We might have got in 12 new players or whatever it is, but yeah. the majority the majority of that squad or permanent members of that squad are still from an old regime. And you saw with Jack, it, it took us a year and a half until Jack had got over to kind of completely flush out everyone he was part of the old regime we never hit the ground running and started steamrolling teams I mean I do still have my doubts over Zenga um, both long and short term in terms of his managerial style but to to say he should be leaving and saying not sure he's a right for a job because he lost two and drew one in in his last three games it's it's horribly short termism and that's going to get us nowhere yeah I think the way he is the way outspoken he is and the fact that he, he doesn't hide and then he puts himself out there. There is the danger if all this is just in a kind of it's all concentrated chaos. Yeah. It, and if this is gonna if they're gonna stop like someone said on, I think they said it on the ramble this week about Barry Fry. Yeah. That, yeah. That it, you can only bollock people for so long before they start ignoring you. Mm. And if that is his style, then it is that would explain why he's you know last six months of places. But mm. like you said yourself, that he's on these his record he does say when he, he wasn't paid for half a year for three different mm. clubs and things mm. like that. So you, you just don't know what he's like behind the scenes because fans are not allowed there anymore. Uh, so it's all it's all too new to be even talking about that for me. People yeah. talk a lot about him being sort of a, a manager from abroad and you know how they've never worked at Wolves while the one that we have had. But in terms of foreign managers, you couldn't really get a manager with such an English style because he rates mm. passion as yeah. much as anything else, which is the typical English That's quality that everyone is after. Fair, but English, what do English fans like more than anything else? They'd rather see someone run 20 yards and win a 50-50 than they would well, we were talking play to, we were 15 talking to, three to Newcastle fans and they were saying, we could lose 5-0, but if you show passion and you show desire and fight in the team, that's as good enough as a win for us. And I think that shows most English fans' momentum. Yeah. If you show passion and fight and you want to win, then yeah, but like at Barnsley, when the first goal went in and that, all our players just went, Heads down, like heads gone, Stephen Fletcher sort of thing, and they just gave up. <laughs> but then the fa- then the fans will turn against well, you. Well, the six 0 against Southampton when they still got applauded off because they yeah. were still running yeah. round loads. We were, we were that was weird. That was though because we we had more chances. They just scored every single time they went forward, didn't they? Yeah. That was a strange game. One that I'll never figure out. No, ever again. But let's go back onto positive. All in all, Newcastle, we got. Three points in the league against a team who had just previously won six nil. No one expected it. That's what we like. That's what we really like. Three <laughs> down again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, someone, I don't know, sing a song. <laughs> we can't sing that song. Which song can't we sing? That's the way we like it. We like it. We like it. 
Oh yeah, Alex has got to sing the song. Oh yeah, I'm sure you were nominated on Twitter. You were nominated on Twitter to sing the was it the say song, the sea song. I'm sure you don't even know. I've not watched Alan Partridge yet. Oh no 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 no! Netflix and everything. Come on, literally no excuse. What did we agree on last night? But I even got it on Netflix. I don't want to know what you agreed. I got it on my phone to check that the Bond episode was on Netflix. I went, look, here you go, because we're gonna oh. We could have watched it as well because I had three gig days and I had oh, two. So big. just watch Alan Partridge, Alex. <laughs> By the next podcast. I'm on next week. By next week. Yeah. Three episodes. Three oh, episodes. No. What? One's, one's hard enough. It's 20, it's 20 it? minutes an episode. <laughs> you know, we could, do, we could do, get a, a fan cast TV special and just film him watching yeah. it. <laughs> also, I Alex that... reacts to Partridge. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get Haroon to video it. Yeah. It'll be great. Do it outside the North Bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex has to watch... We can use a big screen of, of Frank Cast HQ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex has to go and watch the game, but not actually watch the game. He's to watch Alan You're allowed to come into the stadium once you've watched it. <laughs> so by next week, Alex, will you have watched an episode of Alan Partridge? Yeah. Um, rather on Twitter, will you come back on the podcast and report your findings? <laughs> yeah. Good. Is it the Bond episode? Yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, the Bond episode? It's going to be the Bond episode. Good. Good. Do you want a pinky promise? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Go on, it's not an audio. Oh, but, oh, <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's a feature I'm going to be waiting for. Alex will be watching an episode yeah. of Alan Partridge or Consequence. I don't think. Can we even have a consequence? A shake of a fist. <laughs> 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 right, let's briefly go on to last night then, the one that we've not really bothered about. Out of the um, EFL Cup. Uh, yeah. Lost 2 0 two to Newcastle, one on aggregate, of course. Uh, it was a changed team, which we all knew was coming. What would you say about last night's game? Was it just that they they got two... is not a goalkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got two goals, they won, and that was it. I, was think there... it was, I mean, the, the lineup was awful, really. You think you wouldn't really pick the defense, maybe attacking wise, you wouldn't really pick any of them over the, the other players you've got, especially the midfield three as well. And then we started off quite decently. I mean, everybody was saying we quite off, started off quite well. We had a few chances. Wallace pretty much missed the city. We should really score that, to be honest. And then they scored what two goals in a minute, and then you just we were dead. Yeah, we were never going to come back from that ever. We never looked like challenging them at all. And then yeah, pretty much after they scored, and the second goal was unbelievable. And then we just never really looked like challenging them again. But it, it was a complete. It was the, almost the complete opposite. Mm. As soon as they, as soon as they scored, the game was over. It was done. I mean, the back four was superb. Fair play. Silvio's debut. Silvio played really again, well. Played really he, well. Mm, he um, was sort of the thing with Costa at the start. They come in, played really well. But he was getting, he was getting everything kicked out of him. No, he was getting kicked from the air. Yeah. Like, he was getting some harsh challenges. And then he sort of backed off towards the end of the game as well. So you know, they were sort of beating him one-on-one and he was getting took on. So I think he just sort of took a step back sort of thing, which is understandable mm. if people try to... And you, you can see that he was, I mean, with his injury record as well, that he he played well and he was getting destroyed and the ref was letting them do it. I mean, they, they weren't doing anything within outside of the boundaries of the rules. Yeah. They were being physical with him. But he was just, like, he'd had enough at the end and he could, pro- Cody probably should have slipped back there and put someone else in, in midfield. But that midfield was, it's on, it's on a, well, it's the same personnel, so we all know what, what that was like. Savile was pathetic. He was just pathetic. There's no, I'm not even trying to hide how bad he was. Yeah. He, he didn't do anything. Even Cody was steady. 
he was he did what he, he what he does, but he's now he's not got a physical presence about him. He doesn't protect the back four, but we weren't playing like that last night. Mm. It was more of a it was more of a four four one one than anything else. It was weird, but then Savile he wasn't, he didn't track, he didn't tackle, he didn't run, he didn't pass, he didn't do anything. So he just literally stood. He just literally stood there, <laughs> pissing about. I mean, he, he lost his man for the um, for the first goal. He, he could even if he put his foot in and we conceded a penalty. Fair enough. At least you've had a go. Mm. Like they swander past you like some kind of fucking swan. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Swanning like a swan. Eh? <laughs> yeah. it, it was that old saying. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, yeah, I, just, I can't. Yeah. I'm going to explain how bad he was. But Wallace. Looks like he needs a loan. Yeah, he had um, that one on one chance to get another one. Yeah, he, I think Wallace is he's fell into the same category as Burn. He's, he's been given his chances now and then. So also on the same one, he needs a chance, needs a chance. But how many chances can I fire off? I know he he was he only came in sort of last season and he, he started injured. Then he went on loan and then he got injured again. So realistically, this is his first. Do season. you think he's someone who's just not quite good enough for the championship and that? We got him from League. He was one of the standout players in League Two. He came to us and he, yeah, he had injuries and stuff. And he went to Millwall, did well there. Then kind of did okay on the patches that he was in the team. Is he that he's just someone who is still at a stage where he is just a very good League One player rather than well what we need him to be, which is I a think very good Championship. He's he's a very good League One player. Probably do a decent job lower Championship, mm. but. He's got he's got the the potential, yeah. the potential's there, and he's he's shown it in patches. Like a, he probably just needs a loan, and he I mean, he's still only what 22, 23? He's not very old. Well, I mean, the way I see it is that our first choice right winger is probably Costa at the moment. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. You know, then you'd probably place on like mate or you say right winger, whatever you want, top of a three or three behind a one. However, we're doing it. You're gonna have Costa. Then you're probably gonna have Mason. As your second choice, it feels like at the moment. So then you'd either switch it around and have Cavaliero, or you'd have Wallace. So he's essentially third or fourth choice. Mm. You won't even have a spot in a team. Won't have Tashira there. Yeah. Or Ola John. Ola John. Ola John. Ola John. Yeah. Ola John. You can see that hatred out his eyes when you see it. The first time he was brought up, and you could see his blood boiling. But yeah, he came on and he was pretty much electric when he came on. He was really trying hard, but. At that point, the game had gone and died, but he showed potential and he, he showed that he can cause trouble in this, yeah, he, in this he's, league. He's dangerous, and they did the same thing to him as well. They just they were just pushing the limits of what they could get away with, and it, same thing. He hasn't really had a preseason properly yet. He's not going to push himself. He was trying. The rest of them weren't trying. Mm. So even if he got to the bottom, even if he'd had it, got in a decent position, there's no one in the middle anyway. Because Gladden was Gladden. I was going to ask you about Gladden. But, Gladden like, looked like when Alan, when um, Gavin Lineker shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> how, did he, how did he run? He yeah, actually looked he like did. he had points. Because he, he was looking at me and said, how, what's it, how, is, how is he running? What's he remind you of? And I went, it looks like he's shit himself. <laughs> and it's funny. And like, you know when, when they said about Ebanks Blake running like he got a duck arse? That, yeah. that saying. He does look like he's got something in his underwear that shouldn't be there. Like a nice Ventura for the operation. Yes. Never seen that film. Whoa! Oh, I've seen that. Film. Oh, I've never seen it either. One is the two. Yeah. Don't watch two. Never watch number never one. Watched either. Two. No, spoilers for the end of the first one, mate. Um, so Ben's gonna watch Adrian Chaw. <laughs> yeah, but I thought 
it's still it's unfair to judge him because he's not Bod Varson mm. and he's not even remotely that type of player. Just because he's tall and foreign, he's not. He doesn't run around. He's a target man, and that is what he is. I mean, he, he said himself, "I'm good in the air." Yeah. And then so we've got to play to his strengths, and it's not. I don't really see. Him. We need a target man up front like a Bod Varson. Yeah, my like problem is sort of he might as well. He might describe himself as a target man, but. Bod Varson's not that kind of player, and he's a better target man than Bod Varson. But he's, the thing is, he, if he if he stood there and didn't do anything, and we got crossed in the book in the box, and he yeah, still messed chance. it, he messed it up. Then fair enough. Him himself saying that that's what he is. You can see that that's what he is because mm. he can't move. He's a, he's a poacher. He's a bit. Well, he's a penalty box. So will he work better with genuine out and out wingers? Mm. Probably. That's. I mean, he might work better with Bod Varson next to him. Yeah. So he's got the time to do a bit of running. Yeah. Because well, he can't be too far away now, surely, with a dicko return. No. Exactly. What a day that'll be. What a day. Saturday. I mean, then what what Tuesday. <laughs> I think I think no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just because of that I thought don't worry, guys. <laughs> spoke to Zenga. That is a powerful signal. Zenga, it's your boy Rich. Yeah. Lay it on me. When's the dicko coming back? Well just do that, say, oh I saw I saw you in I saw you in Yates's. And he's like, I want to talk to you, Rich. Yeah. Should, should we talk about the club? Yeah, basically we got off the coach. Oh no, it's Tuesday. this is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, right. We got off the coach and there's one pub opposite the ground and it was one of those Football pubs where Tony sold Foster's, John Smith's, and um, Newcastle Brown. No, it wasn't Newcastle Brown. It was what was it called? It was something else. It I was going to say, she's actually wearing um, a Newcastle Brown T-shirt tonight. Did you wear that in homage for the last? No, I, I of just the games, I, I didn't realise it. New exhibition, Newcastle exhibition. Yeah, so that's all. Brewed for the North East, yeah. and it was pretty much black. Yeah, it was anyway, okay. Right. And then uh, two two people we know said, so "Come to um, Sam Jacks." This okay. is like. A sports bar, but he's pretty much he's quite friendly there. I mean, we had a he had literally a luminous green trainers on and the away shirt. <laughs> so it, there was all right, and then yeah, it's there. But it, the fact that it was a sports bar with strippers, <laughs> the ultimate combination. Yeah. <laughs> and it the could one, you get more masculine? It was, but it, it was like it, it was from the outside. I mean, you, we walked past Tiger Tiger and all these places that mm. on Geordie Shore that are, I didn't believe were real. And we got we walked in and it looked from the outside. I thought they ain't gonna let us in here. With me, we looking like I did, and then with his jacket on and everything. And we walked in and it was it, it was proper like club club tunes and things. Oh, this is all a bit strange. You couldn't, you couldn't hear yourself. No, nah, it was. I mean, we were standing next to a speaker yeah. as well, which was one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy Barrett. Oh yeah, Andy Barrett who lost <laughs> tried to get hundred quid out, then realised that he was being charged to get the money out by the cash machine, and he only had. What was it un, un, hundred hundred pound exactly in there, and he couldn't pay the one pound extra to get his, <laughs> oh. and then lost his card, <laughs> lost his bank card in Newcastle somehow. So he's made mm. to give him money. Yeah. Yeah, we, the, we, we was in this club for what? About but an hour. It was a good hour. We, saw, we saw three people like projectile vomit everywhere within, like within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is this is a Tuesday afternoon for a league cup game. <laughs> I mean, God knows what it's like on Saturday. I mean, it was because the guy was. I mean, the, you're the like, the compare was like a kind of low rent chubby brown, and he, he was saying some kind of inappropriate things, but it was yeah. funny at the time. And the, the the girls came up and did a dance, and I've never seen anyone so uncomfortable in one place as he was. <laughs> when he was sitting, yeah. standing there, not having a drink all day, he's standing there like a little boy lost. He got ID'd as well. Oh, I had a shave. I had for it. myself. But that was the highlight of the whole day. That place. I recommend if we get them in the FA Cup, 
Going there again. I think we need to do yeah. a series where you two just go on away trips together. Well, we, now. Like, is, again, like a Steve Coogan program. Did any of you watch uh, The Trip? It's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we should do like a little feature on that where you just <laughs> go to like weird strip clubs around the around before going to watch football. We didn't even know it was and get the meal afterwards. Yeah, because Barrett said, oh yeah, we're in this place. We would walk through Chinatown around the old city wall and everything. Mm. And you never, in a million years, if you don't know about it, you walk in and then it was only saying, oh, Let's get the girls on. And you look up, and then there's, there's these one after the other. There's two. There's one with really loads of tattoos, one well, my kind of thing, but the other one was impressive. <laughs> it, it, this honest, is going to take a weird She was absolutely <laughs> loving it. I'm, I've never seen this happen. Dave, wrestle it back. Wrestle it back. So basically, what we learned about the defeat to Newcastle was that we lost. No one's really bothered, and there's this place you can go to called. Sam Jackson. Sam Jacks. Sam Jacks, if you fancy being a sports bar. No, I, said, I, said to him, I said to the guy that I'll give him a shout, I don't know. But yeah, it, it was... If it you was fancy a... vomit, strippers... <laughs> and a bit of football. And of Fosters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Fosters <laughs> with three quid a pint and all. Which wasn't, wasn't too bad for a place like that. But they even had... They had a, what was being relatively sensible about it, they had a, kind of a comparison thing between Wolverhampton and Newcastle. Right. And he was... like They would put the, the Newcastle Monument up. Then they put the moth up. Yes. <laughs> and he said, "Does anyone in here know what the, what this stands for?" Like, obviously, no one knew. <laughs> and, yeah, man on the horse. Invented. <laughs> and it just carried on. Obviously, they'd all heard it on the Saturday before, and he said he even said that himself. And he thought, "Well, I've never been to an away place anywhere in the country where you've had somewhere like that that's actually gone out of the way to kind of welcome away fans." Yeah. And he just went the, the whole thing about how great Newcastle fans are. It was just ruined by them chavs at the end of the game last night, or kicking off. Yeah, which, I saw that. It was just kids. That's all it was. Yeah. It was there's just a, kids. There's pretty much a Tesco opposite the away end, and you saw them all. Bel- I mean, they were what, 10, 12? Yeah, like there was. There was no one older than thirteen. And they literally bombed into this Tesco. Egg the coaches. Well, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were hard boiled eggs. Cracking joke, Dave. That was excellent. Good jokes, guys, good jokes. <laughs> okay, so at the weekend then, we've got Brentford at home. Brentford, I believe, won final at the weekend. Is that right, gentlemen? Good. Yeah, lots of goals. Taking on the Bees at the weekend. Uh, what team, what selection would you make for Saturday's game? Three o'clock kick-off, a classic Saturday, three o'clock. Probably have the same team you started on Saturday, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, no change whatsoever. Same team as Saturday. Yeah. The only one would be Teixeira for Caballero, but yeah. I would probably challenge Teixeira for Caballero. Yeah, but that's it, the only thing I can, if I'm poking holes in it. Um, but as we know, we'll probably make nine challenges for Saturday. <laughs> we'll get beat 3-0 and they'll get sacked. <laughs> but it, it, it did work with him coming on. He seems to have more of it, at the minute, more of an impact coming on, on the bench. Fair enough. Uh, um, just, I think he's just adapting to English football for him. Um, just like we said, Tisha has been here longer, even though he doesn't need a break. Saying all that, it's still give him a, give him the, the first half at least because it, it worked on Saturday. You, you know, we found something that actually works. That we actually look settled. We actually look players near their position and they're near their, their actual job. So that that being the only change, you could switch the sides. Which mm. I mean, Costa can go on the left as well, um, and Cavallero can go on the right. We, French, that French football is a bit more similar to English than Portuguese, mm. so I don't think he'll take it's as long to yeah, settle in. It's more physical and quicker. Yeah. Um, but that plays with Cease's style of play as well, doesn't it? Own a bit more. He's quite robust and stuff, so yeah. hopefully he can just drop in straight away. 
that would be my only change. Yeah. Even even that's just just for the sake of it. It's tweaking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He scored for the under twenty three midweek. Do we think this weekend we may see the reintroduction of Dicko in from the bench, or do you think it's going to maybe we Wigan or a game afterwards? I wouldn't rush him. I think we've missed a trick. We could. I mean, I know the loan the loan things sort of changed there, but I'm sure you can loan him out till January. Like we have with James Emery. I think we've pretty much missed a, a trick with there. We. I mean, even loaning him out to the League One side so just to get him playing a bit more regular football. Mm. And then when you just come in, he's firing back and all seven. Oh, I think there's a chance he'll make the bench on Saturday. Yeah, right. Um, and I just think. It's the one area where we're kind of lacking good options at the moment. Mm. And I just think even the presence of having a dicker on the bench, it will hopefully make sort of Bod Varson sort of up his game that extra bit more and think, actually, we've got someone on here who can get goals at this level. And can you imagine a reaction when he finally returns at Molyneux? It's going to be... Yay! Would have been better than the Akimi one from last season when Akimi came on. Do you remember that? Probably. I mean, that that was silly though. I mean, at the time, yeah. it was Emmy had done nothing wrong. There. Yeah, you were a big. Yeah, I know. I unapologetically, I love the bloke. But... Is he still at Arsenal? Yeah, he was fantastic at home to QPR. Yeah. He was. He made three mistakes. They were, which them were three goals. Yeah. <laughs> in all fairness, <laughs> that was three goals. He made three mistakes and two in the same game. But Akimi made a lot more yeah. last season. And. It was never reversed, but it don't matter. Um, but no, with, with Dicko, it's we were robbed of him. Mm. And it, it robbed him of a season of football. It was just one of them things. He won like he was dropped, like Akimi was. So I, th- I think it'll give everyone a lift as well, because mm. a lot of people are still got that Barnsley game in the back of their mind, thinking, do we want to go, th- go through this again? Even after Newcastle last yeah. week, if he is on the bench, it'll give everyone a massive lift. Mm. And you can't play Glenn against Brentford. Mm. He just won't work. Is it? I presume. I mean, I ain't seen a lot of them, um, but the way they play, you can't have just have a target man. Mm. You're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to put yourself out a bit. Do you think Bod Varson need to get a goal the weekend? He hasn't scored since Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. He's only scored twice this season. Yeah. 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 Um, but as we can't. No pressure, Bod Varson. By the way. Yeah. As we can't really swear, as long as other people are getting the goals, it doesn't. I mean, they really can all matter. score. Everybody can score. <laughs> 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 but everybody can score. Yeah. Either, either on Saturday or on Tuesday. In a talk with Wigan? No. Yeah. Either, either <laughs> <laughs> Best night out of the world still better? It is. Well, I'm so gutted it's a Tuesday. Oh. I was really tempted to put Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off work and go. <laughs> and have the greatest night out. Yeah. I was going to. Well, I think actually, you've a Monday off as well. No, we was going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and go down on the Saturday. And okay. then go straight through. Because <laughs> it is the greatest place on earth. They're going to go to Sam Jacks, aren't they? I don't, they've got everything. <laughs> oh, Wigan. So, yeah. So, Brentford on Saturday, gentlemen. It's uh, a couple of days away. So, let's do our predictions then. What have you got telling you right now for Wolves v Brentford, Rich? Um, Jimmy, I have no idea. It, Wolves at the moment, it can either be like 5 0 us, 5 0 them. Um, but I'm going to plump for 2 0 Wolves. 2 0 Wolves. Ben? 3 uh, 1 Wolves. Ooh, Alex thinks going to tinker. 2 1 Brentford. Ooh, he's the tinker man. That is my fear as well. That yeah. he, he, if he'll be able to help himself. Um, if not, if not, if he keeps a, set, a settled side, I think it could be some. It could be a goal fest or a three-two, yeah. something like that. Well, I'll go three-two. Three-two. I'm gonna have two-one Wolves. 
I think the, the fact that he tinkered last night means he can still get yeah. his tinkering in, <laughs> but still have no changes. He can still play that card. Yeah, he can still tinker. <laughs> but have no changes, yeah. Uh, so before we finish, we'll just do a very quick uh, Twitter corner where you send us your question, Wolves or non-Wolves related, and we'll answer them. Paul Guest, favourite Spielberg movie? Alex. <laughs> oh. Come back to me. God, like it's a question. It is. Jurassic we, Park, yes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Jurassic Park, obviously. Are we counting Indiana Jones as a Spielberg movie? Yes, because he directed it. Then Indiana Jones. Oh, oh wrong well, answer. That's <laughs> no. <sighs> not fair. I have to say Jurassic Park, though. It's mine. Stu, favourite Spielberg movie? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Alex. I was going to say Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say Jurassic Park because you couldn't think of a Spielberg? <laughs> no, I was going to say Jurassic Park. Okay. It's, Jurassic it's Park. the one that you could you can watch over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So in the in the fact that the way the Die Hard's my favourite movie of all time for that reason. Bridget Jones. I've never seen any of them. Never seen them. No. Bridget Jones one fantastic. So that's Steven Spielberg. I don't think so. <laughs> Are we classing Bridget Jones as our appropriate trick flick films? We had a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. Girl yeah. films that are suitable I would say to watch. So. I would put that in there. Yeah, why not? Why not? Marley and me. That's just oh, just, that's sad, that is. Yeah. I've cried no. um, at that. <laughs> You've just, yeah, just admitted that. Uh, uh, AJ Smith says he's running the Berlin Marathon on Sunday. Can he break the four hour mark? Yeah, why not? Do it. Okay. Uh, good, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. Listen to a fan cast. You, listen to this week's show while you're running it. Yeah. You can... And finally, Adam Jones says, How do you pronounce Sace out of scone? What? That's the question. What? How do you pronounce Sace out of scone? I think he's trying to go for a tongue oh, twister. Are you saying Sace? Sace out of scone. Oh, I thought you were saying, How do you pronounce Sace? Comma. A, like A to Z, but yeah. A to scone. So, no, no, no. It's literally made weird. up a new language. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to just go scone. No, it's literally. How do you pronounce cease or cease, cease, eight a scone? Is it like a tongue twister? Like, cease, eight a scone. Cease, eight a scone. Cease, eight a scone. Have you eaten a scone yet? No. Oh, come on. Still not. So are you terrible at homework? This is worrying. I don't think I've ever ate one either, though. Yeah, I don't think so. You've never had clotted cream with jam and scone? No, I don't think I have. Do you go clotted cream then jam or jam and clotted cream? I say clotted cream then jam. Yeah. Is that for Devonshire way or the... Why do you do a different way? No, but there's two ways. Yeah, do you do it? There's Devonshire and Cornish, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and basically it's where where you put the jam first or the cream first. I know. I think I. It's just like water food territory when we have this, cheese and beans or beans and cheese. Yeah. Can you remember that one? But it's always beans and <laughs> cheese. Beans, beans and cheese. Beans and cheese. Yeah. That's Whoever does cheese and beans is no. My girlfriend does <laughs> cheese and beans, but she's a pervert, so. Yeah. Okay. That's what we've got time for, for uh, this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us all week on social media. Just type in Wolves Fancast, you'll probably find us there. And we're back next week to look back at the games against Brentford and Wigan. But for this week, it's bye from Rich. Don't forget to vote in the Football Blogging Awards. And goodbye. Exactly. Bye from Ben. Go to Wigan. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> bye from Alex. Bye. Nothing else to add? Yeah, good to Sam Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> Stu? Sam Jacks for life. <laughs> bye. And it's bye from me. See you next time.